Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Well, hey, everybody, and thank you for joining uh, me. This is your host, Jen Duplessis, um, at Mortgage Lending Mastery where we focus on you, the loan originator, to help share some of our successes with you so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And today on our show, we have Bill Hornbeck, who is with Atlantic Home Equity, and he is a reverse mortgage specialist. So, Bill, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks, Jen. I love being here. In fact, I'm really looking forward to adding some intriguing insights into the reverse mortgage <laughs> product. That's great. Well, Bill and I, Bill and I have known each other for a while. And in fact, uh, I've mentioned before, you know, uh, that um, you know I do forward mortgages and I don't do reverse mortgages. And so, Bill is my uh, partner in crime when it comes to that, um, where he does all of the reverse mortgages. So when we've talked before about partnerships, you know, going into financial planners, into real estate companies, and estate planners etc. Um, whenever I'm talking to them about mortgages and having that relationship, I'm also making sure that Bill is being introduced to them as a reverse mortgage specialist because most of the time they don't have a lender for the reverse side as well. So um, when you're thinking about going out and talking to financial planners and estate planners, um, find a reverse mortgage specialist that you can take with you so that you can partner up and, and do the, the um, forward side and then let them do the back side. It's a great partnership. So, Bill, um, let me introduce you just a little bit. Um, so, Bill's been in the mortgage lending business um, for over 30 years, just like me, poor guy. Uh, and uh, <laughs> really, the, the, I know, the majority of the time, uh, well, I shouldn't say the majority of the time, Bill, right? In the, How many years have you been in the reverse piece of, well, it, of seven, that 30 seven years? years in reverse, but uh, actually my career yeah. falls back into regular or should say irregular technology startups. I mean, I my background is mainly in business uh, creation and growth. And I, uh, I literally uh, stepped into this field because, well, I'm a futurist. And when I looked at this and what was going to happen relative to the financial impact of my group of people, the baby boomers, I recognized that here was an incredible product. And I've got to say, it's one that's incredibly misunderstood. I mean, it's both an amazing product and an amazingly misunderstood product. So this is where I'm focused. Yep, yep. and exactly why I have you on today, because I, I see that this is going to be a bigger, bigger market. You know, I've traveled a lot this year, as, as you know, and, you know, spoken at a lot of conferences and um it's funny because reverse mortgages are not being spoken on the main stages, but everybody's talking about it. Everybody, um, all of the investors are talking about it and saying, you know, gosh, this is the next, the next realm that'll come in. And of course, we all know that because the baby boomers are getting to the point where um, they, uh, you know, they have all the equity, they're living in their lifelong homes and that kind of thing. So, all right. So before we get um, really into what you call the senior lifestyle mortgage, which I absolutely love. Um, 
tell, tell us a little bit about what you love so much about what you're doing on the reverse side. What, what do you love so much about this piece of the market, the mortgage market? Perfect, perfect question, Jen. I mean, because, look, the reality is, is that our society has suffered. These last 45 years have been really tough, especially on the baby boomer market. Those born between 46 and 1964. Um, and we are turning age 65 at the rate of 10,000 people a day right now. And we'll continue mm -hmm. to do that for the next 10 years. Uh, in fact, the uh, latest statistics show that in within 15 years, 20% of the U.S. population will be over age 65. So what I focused on and what I love about this is that there are few options for people once they've stepped into their senior years as to where they can fund these lifestyle issues, not just for extra income shortfalls, but how are we going to fund elder health care expenses? And I always like to say that, in fact, it's a, it's a tough statement to make, but statistics show that of those baby boomers age 54 to 64 right now, 25% of that population have no savings whatsoever. And so I, yeah. I, I point to the young people in the crowd and I say, you have a problem. Because how are you going to how are you going to find my you know home clothing shelter health care uh, for a right. significant part of the population so to kind of rebounce around to your question I love this product because it solves so many problems in senior financial environments right and I and, and you're right I mean even even the people that um, are in that 54 to 64 let's just drop down into the 40s the people that are in the 40s it's really both both of those are part of a major um, sandwich generation we've talked about before where they're worried about their kids who are the gen y's um, and they're having problems you know finding jobs and, and getting jobs and you know and paying off student loans and then they also have to worry about their parents and unfortunately these people in this middle who are in the sandwich generation are the people that took the biggest hits in the boom. Oh yeah. The biggest hits that's dot com and the biggest hit in in the wealth that they had created Absolutely. through their I mean, properties. Jen, I, I when this when this very comment comes up, I'm the first to say it is not the individual baby boomers' personal fault that they right. get to suffer from this. These last 45 years have just been a roller coaster ride. So what we're really finding now, though, is that especially since the 2008 crash, that the actual home equity that's building in the marketplace is in the trillions of dollars. And so I always like to state, and I like to kind of circle back around to all the elements of what this product is, but just to say that even whole life insurance companies have always said, hey, get whole life because in your senior years, you're going to have cash value to be able to offset these other concerns. Well, isn't that what home equity is? Who is to say that, hey, you'll have cash value, but don't ever spend it? Whereas you right. have equity sitting in here, which is a major asset in most people's lives. And why would you not use that in concert with your overall financial plan. So we're going to talk more about that, I hope, as, as we go. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait because that's that's one of my favorite pieces about the reverse mortgage. So, um, well, let's go into, 
Um, well, let's go ahead and talk about that now. I don't want to talk about the myths first. first uh, well, what do you think? Do you well, think we should talk about the myths first, the, or should we talk about the three the three stools? I, well, yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's sort of set the stage this way because I think the listeners need to understand. We've kind of jumped in in a way that maybe those who yep. are not totally familiar with the product um, yep. should understand these these basics. That that which you think of as a reverse mortgage is actually what is referred to as the home equity conversion mortgage. It's an FHA loan. In fact, it's simply a cash out refinance, but you have to be at least age 62 to step into the program. The reverse mortgage is simply one side of what you refer to as the three-legged stool. I refer to as the Heckam equity triangle, but in which the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage, H-E-C-M, which we refer to okay. as the HECM. So when you hear me say HECM, I'm talking about the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. That the reverse mortgage is just one side of that triangle. The use of a line of credit similar, quote, but better than, close quote, a bank HELOC, and the ability to use right. this program uh, in the real estate market for realtors to really participate in helping seniors acquire new properties, i.e. downsize or what we call right size into mm -hmm. uh, living um, condos, et cetera. So mm -hmm. when, we, when we look at this program overall, what we're really saying is if you have equity in your home and you are at a certain age, then the F, then FHA uh, will enable a standard FHA loan that says, if you are over 62, we'll let you take out a, a home equity loan and you won't have to make any payments on it. Now, mm -hmm. the difference that I want to make clear here is that that's the difference between the reverse mortgage and the Heckam line of credit. Look, the reverse mortgage was called a reverse mortgage because it's merely a way to receive, i.e. distribute your equity to you as a retired person in monthly installments. Mm -hmm. It was called, in fact, back in the, uh, back, oh, in night, this was founded and in, in, signed into law by our favorite cowboy, President Ronald Reagan, back in 1988. So this program was designed to let people age in place. Well, mm -hmm. how do you do that? One is turn your equity into streaming monthly installments. So in this case, we say that the old banks used to, or the banks used to put up these banners which said, don't pay the bank, let the bank pay you. Well, right. because, right. well, the bank wasn't, this isn't free money. The bank wasn't giving you anything. <laughs> you're, you're borrowing your equity in monthly installments, but you only owe what you've borrowed and you can sell your home at any time. And we'll talk, we'll talk about those other things. But the reverse mortgage is just that part of the HECM the home equity conversion mortgage that enables a homeowner to receive installments as a loan against their equity on a monthly basis. Okay. So let's talk about the three different ways. Yeah. Okay. That, so, that you can use the HECM. All right. So if I am a senior and I need monthly income to, increase the social security and any other pension fund that I have, and I just want to stabilize my needs, I'm going to go with the reverse. Um, I'm going to say, okay, let me take that. Uh, I'm 75 years old. 
uh, I have $100,000 uh, available to me, and I want that in monthly increments of $593.37 a month. And that money will con continue to come in every month as long as you live in the home. Why? Because it's based on future value, present worth, the dollar, all these things that say, look, you can live under the life expectancy tables a certain number of years. You might live less or more than, but we'll never change that amount of money coming to you. That's fixed. You can never run out of it. You can't outlive it. It will be there forever. Okay, so that's okay. reverse. Now, what you and I really have uh, have a great conversation about is this this use of the product in the financial planning industry. I believe really yeah. really takes some focus here. So, again, this is the other option. This says, as a 75 year old or a 65 year old, I I really don't need the monthly income. That's fine, but I really would prefer I have a line of credit because the line of credit will let me take what I need. I call the lender, I say, send me $5,000 and I've got it when I need it. That's especially good when there are specific elder healthcare requirements when people need to reach for that money. Okay, so okay. here's what's happening in the financial planning industry. The entire wealth management industry is turning their Hollywood spotlight onto the HECM loan program for this purpose. We said already that Life companies said, hey, get a whole life, have this, have this money. Well, the reason that the financial planning industry is looking at this, they've understood that they, as a, an industry, have not done a very good job of explaining to their clients the difference between net worth and available wealth. Now, the audience, I hope, is, mm -hmm. is thinking about this because, well, net worth says, okay, I've got a nice home and some land and lots of money in the ground and I'm rich except you can't get that money next Tuesday. Available wealth, what we right. know as cash liquidity, is much more useful. So under the home equity conversion mortgage, a person can establish a line of credit based on that equity in the ground. So I explain it this way. It's like liquefying dirt. You're taking a shovel down the ground, <laughs> taking $200,000 out of the ground, and you're pouring that into a mason jar, and you're putting it on your, on your shelf. You still have $200,000, right? I mean, it's $200,000 of equity in the ground, and now it's $200,000 of equity in the mason jar. Well, what happens? It simply says that over time, this line of credit will grow, and you can add to it, pay it back. Uh, in a stock market portfolio where people have customarily been forced to sell stocks in a down market, which can never be recovered. They've had to do it because they needed the money. So now mm -hmm. we say, don't do that. And here's where the financial planning industry is focusing. They're saying, hmm, as it turns out, we've had this all backwards. We, we used to think of home equity as the touch of last resort. In other words, people would spend their portfolio until, oh, gee, it's all gone. And what do I have left? equity in the home. Right. Wealth managers are saying, oh, that's wrong. Because the reason you have money in a portfolio is to have it grow in accordance with the financial plan that's been created, right? I mean, that was the whole focus. Well, you put money here, you invest it, you'll have a big, big result at the end. That will not happen if you sell it during down markets. It will not happen if you consume it too fast. 
So right. now, so now the financial planner, planners are saying, hey, let's use home equity. Let's establish a line of credit using the home equity first. When you have down markets, don't sell stock. Access your line of credit. Then your portfolio will continue to grow. And when you can sell high and replenish your line of credit, you've balanced your financial parameters such that you are likely to never run out of money using this basis. I love what we're doing because this loan is no longer the loan of last resort. This is a sophisticated financial tool. Right. And, you know, and I think that's one of the myths, too, which we'll talk about the myths as well. But but it definitely is one of the myths because it is the loan of last resort. I think, you know, on the forward mortgage side, when we have someone who has a lot of equity, our first thought is to get a home equity line of credit for them, which means that we're taking the cash out, just as you're saying, doing the same thing. We're taking the cash out. The difference is now the person has to be able to make that payment and that's where the problem lies because they don't have the income on on you know the fixed income that they're at now with social security maybe retirement if they're lucky Um, and so it always becomes a a problem for forward mortgages because we're not able to qualify for someone and and it's you know it's heart-wrenching because people have all this equity in their home that they can't tap into right and if we're not and if we're not thinking about you know reverse mortgages and home equity um, or HECM loans, and, and in touch with someone like you, then that isn't even an option. Well, it's so great you brought that up, Jim, because this is, again, yes, one of those other misunderstandings. When we compare the HECM to a bank HELOC, it turns out that the HECM line of credit is far superior. Now, let's compare them. With a bank, yes, it's relatively free. I mean, you can you can you, you can do a drive-by appraisal with a HELOC, and the bank will be happy to set that up for you. Of course, you do have to qualify for it. You do have to make payments on it. It is a 10-year balloon, and above all, as we learned in 2008, for all those homeowners who had a line of credit for a rainy day, a HELOC, and they was, were cut off. It was raining like crazy. <laughs> and the, what did the banks do? Because the home value uh, dropped precipitously, and the loan to values on these HELOCs went back up from 40% to 110%. The banks canceled. There's plenty of listeners yep. out here who might have had that happen to them. Yep. So what good is a line of credit for a rainy day if it's at the bank's discretion? So with the, Right, and you have to be worthy. Yeah, and yeah. you have to be worthy. So with a, with a home equity conversion mortgage line of credit, the HECM line of credit, um, minimal minimal uh, financial uh, credit assessments, uh, no mortgage payments need to be made on it. It can never be arbitrarily frozen or pulled. Uh, once you get that line of credit, it's there forever, even if your home is worth a dollar. So the amazing thing, again, we're saying from the financial planning side is wherein the wealth managers are saying, hey, 62-year-olds who have equity in your home, who don't want to touch it, maybe now is the time to at least set it up for possible touch, meaning do the line of credit right away because it can never be taken away from you. No one says spend it. (laughs) You don't have to spend it. But once you lock it in, and the key thing to the Heckam line of credit is that it actually increases in loanability as you age. As your value. 
Oh, no, no. and what about your value too? How no. about your value? Does well, it increase it, with your value? It doesn't. It doesn't increase as a result of the value, although you can always reinstate it, sort of like a got it, got like a refire. But the key thing here is that if you were to establish a line of credit at age 62 for say a hundred thousand dollars, think about this: if you had waited till you were 70 year, years old, you would be older and would have been entitled to a greater level of equity loan because this is based on age. Uh, right. re restate this. Right. If you're 62, we let you have a small percentage of your equity. When you're 92, say, we'll let you have it all. Why? Because you're most likely to die sooner and pay off the loan. So in this case, the right. actual line of credit will enlarge each year in accordance with your age. There are other factors involved, but just understand that if you start off with a $100,000 loan, excuse me, line of credit at age 62, at age 72, it could be worth $160,000. I'm just throwing right. that number out as an example. I don't know that's true, yeah. but I mean, it, it enlarges over time. Yeah, yeah, so it's not based on value, it's based on age, and that's, that's you know, just a key differentiation, you know, that it grows with age, you know, assuming that you have the equity in the property to do that. That's right. um, okay, so let's talk about the third okay. option. Now we're talking about the third side of the Heckam Equity Triangle, the Heckam for Purchase. This is an amazingly hidden tool in the home finance marketplace. So let's 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 talk about this. This program allows people over the age of 62 to purchase a home, condo, cottage in the woods for half or a third or somewhere around that amount of cash at the table than you normally would. Now, let me state that if a person were, in fact, going to get an 80% forward mortgage at age 75, well, fine, I, that, that's great if they can do that. Um, but for those people, especially in the older generation who come to the table with cash, this is where this plays so big. Here's how. It's interesting that the elders, and by the way, I refer to the elders as those age 75 and older. Um, we know those to have been and are risk averse mm -hmm. and debt averse. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones who proudly say, I don't want a mortgage. You know, I don't No, no, I want to have my property free and clear. I don't want any debt. And they've always been that way. Now, the baby boomers, well, we've never known a, lo a loan we didn't love. Right. I mean, right. All leverage, we leverage, do, leverage. All right. we do is borrow money, buy something, sell it high. Hey, what's to that? Well, didn't work. But the, the, the reality here is, is that here's this 75 year old couple who are who have sold their five hundred thousand dollar home. They've walked away with four hundred and sixty thousand dollars in net funds. They step over to buy a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo. And yeah. they walk to the table and they write a check for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and say, hey, I, I bought this property and I don't have a mortgage. But they also don't have any money left above ground. Right, and they forgot they have to pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so, so what the Heckam for Purchase program does is says, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Elder Home Buyer. You just sold your home. You have $460,000 in net proceeds. You want to buy a $350,000 home hold on, we're going to give you a mortgage, a 
home equity conversion mortgage for $180,000. You're going to come to the table with a, what, $165,000 or whatever. And you, so essentially, you're going to buy a $350,000 pro, uh, condo for $165,000. You are going to keep, what, $300,000 in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And so in, in a sense, you have kept money above the ground to pay for retirement shortfalls for uh, elder, elder health care, right, all that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you never have to make a mortgage payment on that property. And it never has to be paid back unless you abandon the property, sell the property, or die. And so I laughingly say to my elder clients in this market, I say, why do you care? I mean, right. <laughs> when are you going to get $182,000 out of that condo for resale anyway? So why don't you take your profit at the t- closing table and enjoy your life? So this is an incredible. So my, my uh, approach to the real estate industry is to say you're missing the boat if you're not participating in a program in which 75 million people are rolling into the age qualification in which the uh, National Association of Realtors recently released a report that said um, there were over 770,000 purchases made by people in this age bracket. Uh, This was in 2014, so it steps steps back a year. But over 700,000 transactions that could have been improved through the use of the Heckam for Purchase. That's why I love what I do. Right, right, because, you know, instead, that's what realtors tell us all the time is, well, you know, they bought it for cash, they paid cash, they paid cash, and, you know, and we say, okay, well, there's nothing we can do about it, but, and and we could, we could just say, you know, okay, that's fine, um, or we could say, you know, you need to talk to my friend Bill, because you're not doing service to your consumer, that's you right. know, to the client, and therefore not doing a service to any of the the uh, trickle-down generations, and what I mean by that is that um, because I had a situation like this where they wanted to get help their kids buy a house, and, you know, if they were going to go in and buy, they just sold a house, they're downsizing, right-sizing, and they were going to go in and pay cash for it, then they wouldn't have any cash to be able to give their kids to have the ability to buy a home. That's another transaction for the realtor, and that's a transaction for us on the forward side. Yeah, by just considering a reverse side. And this is why this collaboration works so well, Bill. And, and you know, also it's worked the other way because you have referred clients to me that I have closed on the forward side that weren't, avail- weren't able to get or, um, you know, weren't able to get the amount of money that they perhaps needed for the reverse. Yeah, it all centers, you know, it, it all centers on the fact that um, I'm <coughs> first to state that knowledge is power. Um, mm-hmm. And all of us, and I, I express this to, to realtors and, and to other uh, professional referral partners, that if you don't understand this product, you're not able to hear the cues that, that will indicate that there is an option here that they haven't considered. And if you are a professional providing advice uh, and consult to a, a client base, then you need to be aware of as many financial tools that exist out there. And it's not that you need to understand it in depth, but you need to understand where to refer that client to. 
Yeah, bingo. And I mean, that goes along the lines with the fact that, you know, you know, I am a certified mortgage planner and, and many of the listeners, you know, hopefully they're getting their certified mortgage planning um, designation. But, you know, that's exactly what we do. We know that, you know, when we see a tax situation, when we see, um, you know, uh, college planning not being put in place, those are those are cues to us or they aren't red flags, but they're flags to us to communicate and send the client and uh, you know, introduce them to the parties that can make those decisions. We don't claim to be a, t a tax advisor and a, you know a CPA, but I know enough of the cues that someone needs to talk to a CPA, um, and that would be the same thing here. And that's the reason why I brought you on is because this isn't a market that I personally decided to go into. But listen, if people are listening, they can get into this market if they want. But I found that my expertise is on the forward side, not the reverse side, and. I'd rather give this to Bill and let him work, you know, his his magic with it, your magic with it, um, because you do this day in and day out. It's just like a financial planner. I go to them and I know a lot about financial planning, but when I sit down with my financial planner and I make decisions, my husband and I walk out and I say, so why did we do that? I, I, I think we made the right decision, but I can't repeat it. Yeah. I can't, yeah. you know, I'm not able to articulate it to someone. So I know enough about reverse mortgages to sense, you know, there's an opportunity, but I am not the person who's going to be explaining it. And I think that um, if we're not careful in this industry and too many people get involved in this as this becomes more and more popular and don't have the knowledge around it, we could find ourselves very similar to the situation that we were when we had the option loans, the NAGAM loans, where everybody got involved in it and there were a lot of mistakes made. So if you're going to consider getting into this, you need to be a specialist in this. Would you agree? Yeah, right. Because we're actually, it's the society that we live in now, isn't it? I mean, we're, we have to be so focused into our own field because there's so much knowledge out there available to us that we can no longer do it all. <laughs> the way we right, <laughs> right. But, well, uh, and I know I can't because I'm I'm 52 and I'm uh <laughs> I'm getting close to to the point where you know a too many too many new things are just too much for my head yeah. to you know take on. That's all right. You have another few years or so to to work on that. Um, I know. I think. I it, how about I I have a great story. Um, that yeah, really can I was going to ask you. That's my next question. Yeah. Tell us tell us a story. Yeah. This this is this is what my life is all about, and. This is not extraordinary at all, but it's just a classic. I, my business is entirely referral, all from my professional partners, principally, number one, from financial planners, then from home um, mortgage uh, lending uh, officers, from bank managers, then from estate planning attorneys, regular attorneys, CPAs, that type of thing. So this one scenario is when I'm actually asked to visit with a family to see if the home equity conversion mortgage would be a solution for them. So I'm pulled into this room, referred to uh, along with the financial planner, and I'm sitting with four adult children of of dad, four, four of them all in their mid-50s, late-50s. And here's the scenario. Dad is 82 years old. Mom has already passed away a few years back. He has dementia. He's living in a home in Northern Virginia which has a appraised value of approximately 900 and some thousand dollars. Uh, uh, they know that they can sell the home, but they don't want to throw dad out of the house just yet. And guess what? It's costing them $8,000 a month for in-home care 
which is not wow. unusual in this marketplace mm -hmm. at all. And most of all, they have one year's worth of money left. What to do? And the equity, yeah. See, mm -hmm. so and and by the way, the maximum loan we can we can adjust against is the FHA limit of six twenty five five. Six hundred twenty-five thousand five hundred. But it turns out that here, here's how this worked out. First, and by the way, he had a two hundred thousand dollar existing lien. So okay. we refinanced that lien. He still, or they, the family still owed the two hundred thousand dollars because it's just a refinance of that existing mortgage. But they no longer have to make payments on it. Mm -hmm. So what did we do? We freed up just in that scenario right there, twenty-six to twenty-eight thousand dollars a year in free cash flow. Then I say, by the way, I can see from our conversation here and the financial elements that your father most likely qualifies for a complete waiver of his real estate taxes. Now, the interesting mm -hmm. thing is in Virginia, in different counties, different calculations, but if you're over right. 65 and you meet certain criteria and in income and available assets, your real estate taxes can be completely waived. And yeah. this is true in his county. So they were like shocked. This is where tears come out. It, mine as well, because these people are looking for money. They're paying real estate taxes that they did not have to. And so they were able to save another $11,000 in property taxes. Mm -hmm. Then we're saying, okay, based on his age and the value of the home, we can establish an additional line of credit. Uh, I think it was around $235,000. And mm -hmm. we say, wow. So what did we what did we solve? Well, we we provided what I like to clearly state as peace of mind. They know that they can sell that home eventually, hopefully, right? But in the meantime, this year's taken care of, a couple more years are taken care of, equity continues to build, build, they can always refinance. All these things come about because this program exists for this very pur purpose, which is to quote to enable senior homeowners to age in place. That's what right. this product is. Right, right. And now, Bill, also, that there's no um, there's no restriction on what you use the money for. Oh, of course not. No, it's just an, it's a loan. It's a loan. Yep. yep. And so one of the things that you and I've talked about, you know, is that I work with a um, an, a local architect, and one of the things that she's trying to do is help people age in place by doing renovations mm -hmm. to make the home more senior friendly. Perfect. Because you know we all have we all have bathtubs we have to step into, and even showers have a lip on them. And now she's come out with you know um, uh, showers that uh, standing showers that don't have any um, step over or anything like that. She comes in and widens um, wa you know uh, doors and kitchens and things like that, so that if they're you know in a walk with a walker and a wheelchair or anything that they can age in place and convert their home to something that it's more um, convenient for them to maneuver around in as well yeah, sure. and so it's real key to understand that you know that if the house is just too big or the house is um, you know they had a stroke or something and the house is not going to be able to be um, you know work for them that there are ways that they can use those funds to do that and still maintain that you know and stay in the home because I know it's very emotional for them Right. And you the know, to of, leave their home. Yeah, the beauty of that is that you you don't have to qualify for a normal type of loan. There are qualifications, Correct. but the reality here is that in any case, you can acquire a home equity loan to be used for the purpose that you need 
and yet not have mm -hmm. to make payments on it. That doesn't mean they're right. not versus, due, right? right? Versus yeah. moving them to a senior, you know, a senior facility, and and that that's not going to be eleven thousand or eight thousand dollars a month. That's you know in the fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range, especially in our area. Oh, yeah. So, um, so thanks for sharing that story. I was going to ask you about you know a story because those are those are really great ways to explain how this is used on a regular basis. You know, and and for those that are listening, you know, it's really important that when those types of things come up, these types of situations, you have to think really far out of the box. You're helping that entire family. And so in that example, Bill, you know, where you've helped the, the father who's 82, you have four other people who are sitting there who now know this and can tell this story and refer other people to you. And if we're working in tandem, and I referred that 52-year-old to you who said, hey, look, his dad, then he is referring people to me for other mortgages. So it's a win-win-win for everybody. Yes, the the, the, the oh. circle, the, the circle of relationships come from places mm -hmm. you can never imagine. That's why it's so mm -hmm. important. You and I know this, and to speak to the audience, those of you who are in the business of home finance in some way um, need to know you've got to become visible. You have to be out there. Nobody, right. nobody knows you if you're not participating in the different networking events and chambers of commerce and, and other dinners and anything that you can participate in. It's not that you carry around the sign that says, buy from me. It's that you walk around saying, I am a professional, competent, capable individual who can serve you. And I'm intelligent and, and aware of all the other programs that exist. I might not be able to earn a commission from the advice I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to help you do things that you need to know. And as a result of that, I'm going to grow my business. Right. You're right. And I, you know, I've been an advocate of this for years. I've talked about this several times on these podcasts is that, um, you know, I may not be able to earn that commission, but I'm going to earn your trust and confidence and I'm going to be the person you're going to call for everything doing having to do with mortgages yeah. and that's you know for me that's what's what's important because at the end of the day you know when you serve people like that you can just look back and say oh my goodness look at all the money I made by serving people it's not about looking forward and, and trying to do that and that's been my my um, philosophy for years so Bill as we start wrapping this up um, I want to I want to place uh, you had sent me the top three negative statements um, oh, yes. about mortgages I want to go ahead and place that um, document up on my uh, website, so when so when everyone um, is listening to this, you'll be able to to um, click on the link and get to the documents that that Bill has provided and has his contact information in there as well. Um, but could you very quickly go through the, the just the three negative myths? Or, oh yeah, you know, you know, I have to I have to tell you and, and to everybody that of course I represent myself as the uh, regional evangelist for this program. Yes, because, you do. <laughs> It's it's the most it's just amazing product and so incredibly misunderstood. It's like the childhood game of telephone, right? You whisper in someone's ear, and by the time it gets through seven people, it's totally mis, misconstrued. So um, okay. that is exactly true. And I speak to the, in fact, I speak to civic groups and and uh, industry panels and 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 corporate uh, lunch and learns to explain this program, uh, I might add that I think my own industry has done a very poor job of really clarifying the, 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 the truths of this because I've read these stories. I've read stories from journalists who talk about the woman who, who uh, lost her home because she couldn't pay her real estate taxes and they should not have given her a reverse mortgage and it's the reverse mortgage's fault. And, and these are silly. So the, the things come back around that say, 
Look, have you ever heard the story? Don't get a reverse mortgage because the bank owns your home. Where does that come from? This is a FHA home mortgage loan with a note and deed of trust like every other mortgage out there. If if you if you have a mortgage and you think the bank owns your home, well, you might want to discuss that in different ways. But the reality is, is that you owe somebody who has loaned you money to acquire the property or refinance it. But the bank does not own your home. You can sell if you have a reverse mortgage or line of credit, you can sell your home. Next week, next year, any time, the fact is, is that when you sell the home, you pay off the debt, just like every other life. The other is people will say, well, what about the children? Won't they lose their inheritance? Well, I've, I've said often to, uh, to adult children who had some concern, well, then please take care of your mom because she obviously needs money. And the option, of course, we always say is the option is always to sell the home. Let's not ignore that. I mean, sometimes that could be the very best thing a person can do. But in reality, okay. at the end of days, about the inheritance side, mom has had a reverse mortgage. She passes away. Well, that's no different than any other home loan. Look, mm -hmm. children, you can inherit a home, but you may not inherit a debt. This is not a reverse mortgage issue. I'm talking about a regular bank loan. You can inherit mom's home, but if there's a $200,000 mortgage on it, you're going to have to either refinance, sell the home, keep the profit, pay it off, whatever you want to do, but it's not an inheritable debt. So when we talk about inheritance, no, you're not going to lose your inheritance. It, it, the reality is, is at the end of life, the home is either worth more than or less than the amount of the loan. Right. The beauty of this program is, Obviously, if it's worth more than the family, children, sell the home, pocket the profit. If the home is worth less than the debt, we haven't mentioned this today, but the, the amount, excuse me, the value of the home or the amount of the loan, whichever is less, is all that has to be paid back. So if you owed $300,000 and the home were in debt for $200,000, excuse me, we're appraised at 200,000, you only have to pay the 200,000. The other 100,000 is waived. We get into those right. details, uh, but in reality, no, the children are not going to lose their inheritance simply because mom or dad stepped into reverse mortgage. That is related right. to the value of the property. Okay, the last reverse mortgage fees are too high. I don't know where this comes from. I mean, in reality, the, the interest rates are no different than normal rates. There are three elements to a reverse mortgage. Number one, the rate. By the way, the rate currently here in January of 2016 is somewhere around 3.8% um, total. It's a margin over top of LIBOR. It's an, an annual adjustable rate mortgage, yes, but it's capped at plus 5%. So even today, if you were to step into a loan at some interest rate, say around 4%, it could never um, increase above plus 5 or 9% over the worst conditions over the life of the loan. The other is, and by the way, you're not paying it either, right? You're, yes, right. it is accruing. Yes, it is um, adding. It is a negative amortization loan because you're not making the payments. You're receiving the, the payments. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So... The other part is the federal government. FHA does charge a mortgage insurance premium, which is not like forward mortgage insurance. This is a what I call a membership fee, which says that everybody 
who participates in the home equity conversion mortgage pays a fee to FHA, to HUD, which is used to fund a pool of funds which guarantees two things. One is that if you are receiving a reverse mortgage monthly payment, it can never be halted, frozen, removed, canceled, full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Okay, all that, it's yours. Never be taken away. The other is if, like I said before, if the home is worth less than what you owe and you only then have to pay back or refinance and pay off the lower value, then the, the pool of funds, in a sense, are paid to the lender to offset and compensate for the loss. So that mm -hmm. that is a point and a quarter. 1.25% is added to the outstanding balance of the loan each year so that at the forward years when the home is paid off, the loan is repaid, those funds go into the pool at FHA and HUD that compensate these things. So there's no difference in the closing costs, origination fees. Those are all just as comparable to any loan out there. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And um, is it tax deductible? Well, interesting to say that because a reverse not, mortgage. Well, you're not, well, look, first off, it's a loan, so you're not you, you don't have any uh, uh, liabilities relative to, to taxes. But if you're referring to right. real estate taxes, remember that you're not excuse me, uh, interest. You you are not yeah. paying interest on the loan, so there's no, you're receiving. no deductions. I mean, you're, you're not making a payment, right? You're not making a PMI right. payment, so there's no I to deduct. But at some future date, whether it's next year, five years from now, eight years from now, when the home is sold, you have that in, that all that interest that has accrued, which is now paid off. Now you have a bucket of interest that's never been applied prior to, but can be, quote, see your CPA, close quote. Right, right. I, <laughs> right. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Okay. That sounds good. Well, listen, Bill, it's been great um, chatting with you. And, um, you know, I always love listening to you because I always learn something. And, you know, I, you know, we share quite a bit of information back and forth all the time. And it's always good to to chat with you and, and it's been way way too long for to have you on this uh, podcast because we tried to do this a long time ago and just got busy and life happened but what what um, I have one last question for you and then I'm going to ask you something something else too but um, what would you like us to leave what would you like to leave with us what would be the one thing that you'd say look if, if you listened all the way through the podcast here's the one thing I want you to remember yeah. Well, the the interesting point point of all this is that the reverse mortgage, as you know it, uh, we don't call it the home equity conversion mortgage enough to let people start speaking heckum instead of reverse. But mm -hmm. to say this, listen, the reverse mortgage and the other components are nothing more than a cash out refinance. With that you don't have payback. to make the payment. Right. You don't have to make <laughs> payment about it. But it's just a cash out refinance with special awesome. special options. Yes. And and I'd awesome. also say do not forget to to visit seniorlifestylemortgage.com because there are podcasts there, there are there are blogs, there's information, there's re special reports. There's probably one of the finest sites, because it's mine, right? It's one of the finest sites <laughs> that truly, truly uh, delivers the precise uh, truths about this program. So 
please visit. Okay, us. excellent. Well, and I'll have the link on on my uh, you know my uh, notes from the the podcast as well. So we'll have that there, um, including including some of the documents that you had sent me. And I'm sure they can get those there as well. But we'll go ahead and put put those up there. So the last question, Bill, is as you know, I'm an avid reader and a life learner. Yeah. What are you currently reading? Tell me what you're currently reading. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, The Insatiable Path. Um, you know, well, just recently, I've, I've really enjoyed um, Ashley Vance, the author's uh, release of Elon Musk. If, if you haven't read that, I recommend that to everybody. It's called Elon Musk. I think it's Tesla, SpaceX, and the Quest. I'll have you, yeah, I'll have you send it to me, and I'll put yeah. the link oh, up. Oh, it's a on, fantastic. On, uh, the it's, well. Yeah, Elon Musk is just, just a genius. So, uh, what is what is the basics of the, the book? What is it about? Oh, it, it, it takes him all the way through. Uh, it's a biography relative to uh, to uh, his experience at PayPal and others in the Tesla and SpaceX, and the fact that he's a genius. It's, uh, it's just an amazing, amazing man, and uh, we all, I'm sure, stand in awe of what this man is uh, accomplishing. Uh, right, and I, you know, I actually think I remember you telling me about this not too long ago. You were telling me that you were reading this um, because, you know, as soon as you said PayPal, I said, "Oh, wait a minute! I think I've heard about this." So, <laughs> must have been, <laughs> must have been you. But you know, yeah, must have been you. When it, when it when it comes, I guess I just have to add when it when it comes to to learning uh, and never stop because, I mean, yes, I don't quite read as many books as I used to because of just the lifestyle, but. Yeah, the, the, I looked at it this way. Um, in the old days, in in the early stages, or before the com, before the com, personal computer, I mean, we called we really called that the lean back days because if mm -hmm. you wanted knowledge, you had to be there at seven o'clock because that's when the knowledge was being presented. Right? It's an amazing concept. Right. You have to be there to to get it. Um, then later on, I mean. We, we moved to lean in, not Sheryl Sandberg's lean in and with women in the workforce, but actually you could lean in to knowledge and search it and find it and really, really get it when you wanted. And I, I've kind of, I guess, taken that to a, to a third step in which I refer to uh, stretch out. Um, that those of us who might concentrate exclusively in our field are missing a lot of fun and knowledge and experiences. And so... I, you know, I don't stop. I personally, I read probably 20 different magazines a month from Fortune to Wired to even Rolling Stone uh, and The Economist. But I listen to lectures. I, I do everything I can. So I only bring that up to say that if you are not expanding your learning horizons, uh, do that. Do that. You're yeah, you're standing still. If you're not moving forward, you're, you're actually moving backward. It's and even if you're standing still, you're moving backward, especially in this in this uh, you know era that we're living in. So, all right. So again, everybody, listen. Go to seniorlifestylemortgage.com. I will have the notes on on the podcast. Uh, you know for you to post uh, post it for you so that you can get in touch with Bill. Um, you'll find his information there. Um, so all you have to do is go to SeniorLifestyleMortgage.com and you'll find all of his information to get in touch with him. If you don't have a reverse mortgage specialist um, in your repertoire, in your, in your um, you know, collaborative uh, referral base, Bill's a great one to do it. He, you can call him and he can be your reverse specialist. Now, he doesn't lend in all states, but he has a network of reverse lending specialists that he can refer you to that are top-notch. So, um, And if you think you want to do it yourself, that's great. 
go ahead and, and do it as um, well, but make sure that you are really getting the expertise that you need so that you're guiding people properly and not just jumping on something that um, can make money. This is, this is something that needs a, a lot of attention to detail to make sure that we're doing the best for these people. Um, so Bill, thank you again for um, being with us today. And I just want to remind everybody, please go to iTunes and please write a review about the podcast, about this podcast, about any of them. I, I love seeing those reviews and love hearing what you're having to say. And for those of you that are listening that have contacted me through LinkedIn or emailed me, I've enjoyed having conversations with you um, and have enjoyed sharing information with you as you asked, you know, more pertinent and specific questions to your practice. So we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.